0: So, well, we got we got a couple topics we could hit. Um, obviously, anything ancient angels is is on the table. Um, we could talk the Book of Enoch. We could talk about uh, Sam Hain or as they rebranded it, Halloween. Uh, yeah. What's my take on Palestine? I would say um, I don't like what's going on in Palestine. <laughs> that's that's basically my take. I'm not a fan of the war industrial complex. I'm not a I'm not a fan of innocents being killed. Uh, yeah, I'm against those things. I need your opinion on something. Okay, hit shoot. Oh, you want to talk about Iron Man? You know, there's some there's some incredibly uh, <laughs> let's just say. The last couple of videos I've post posted, I noticed some people who are just so set in their ways where they just want to believe what they want to believe. And I'm at the point where I basically have to say, you know what? I told you the truth. I know you're gonna to try to justify it in some kind of way what you, you, you're what you you already conclusion that you've already came to, but I told you. I and mean, that's kinda of like I feel like that's a the blood is off my hands. I told you the truth and now uh you do with you do that with what you will let me see um well well thank you am am i pro jewish um i'm not pro anybody i mean obviously I, I don't i said i'm not for the war i mean i don't i i got to be be honest based on what the news says obviously you should have a very strong opinion about which side you should pick now obviously i believe in god's prophecies about the jews i believe you know like but at this point it's like i'm not sure that this is a prophetic thing happening right now obviously all these things can be used together for for the people who love god but like is this going to lead to some end times revival in israel well i hope so but i mean like what if it doesn't you know are the are the people on the other side are they beyond redemption too no, I don't think that they are. So, I mean, obviously, I would say that everybody should... Everybody has the same opportunity right now to go to heaven and be with Jesus forever through Jesus. But with but, but apart from him, there is no guarantees to any people apart from Jesus that they will be saved, right? So that's, that's my position as a Christian. So, like, I don't think that there should be... Put it this way, like, people who deny Jesus on both sides... Which side am I on well not on the side of that you know like I think that I think much gets played about the uh you have like the Jews versus the Muslims, but I don't think it's I don't think that's why they're fighting I mean which is interesting is you go you go over to Abu Dhabi and you have the Abrahamic family faith house and for some reason they can get along over there well what so how can they get along over there but they can't Get along in Israel. Oh, that's weird, right? Maybe because it's a little different than that. Maybe it's a little more complicated than that. Maybe it is because the Western countries shoehorned in a country into the Middle East, or maybe maybe the terrorists are obviously, you know, working for somebody, and it ain't it ain't Allah. It's it's for the war industrial complex, and they want. They want another war. They want another war. They want to destabilize the Middle East once again. They want to. They want gasoline to be sky high, and they want to sell bombs and guns and tanks and jets and all that stuff. So I'm against that. I'm against that. Uh, I, I mean, on the on the I I do find it interesting, and do not. <laughs> do, this is not misinformation. This is what I this is what I theorized the last time I was on here. I find it very curious that guys slowly parachuted into a very secure country like Israel without them knowing it. Like you do a sneak attack in the middle of the daytime and they just go they run roughshod through the country. Now that seemed sus. That seems sus. Now I've seen people like Charlie Kirk who I'm not Put it this way, I'm not a big fan of Charlie Kirk, but he he's not wrong about everything he says. And he was saying, like, he believed that there was a stand-down order. I heard I heard other videos about people saying there was a stand-down order for, like, seven hours. Which obviously makes perfect sense, because how could these people have been allowed to do that for, like, what they did, unless they were allowed to do it? I mean, I, I don't think there's any way of getting around that. Good morning. Yeah. So I mean, from what I saw, it did not make sense to me, based on what we know about Israel and everything. Like, would they just allow that? I mean, they did. <laughs> so they. So I guess the answer is yes, they allowed that. I don't even get it. Well, you know, this is a thing, and this is uh, this is no offense to anybody, but like, do we know for sure? I know a lot of people say that. The, the the Muslims are in the line of Ishmael, but Ishmael goes back a long way. Like, do we know that? I think a lot of people make assumptions that they do, but again, we're talking about like all the way back to Abraham. That's a long way. I mean, that's it's interesting when people talk about, you know, who are the real so and so's and who are not. Those family trees are very old. <laughs> and they're very long. Who has who actually has the receipts to say that? You know, who has the receipts to say that I'm related to so and so? Cuz I mean again, like these are these get complicated when people get displaced. Obviously, after uh, the destruction of the temple and the destruction of Jerusalem in like 70 AD, how many people can prove that they are related to Levi, Joseph, you know, any of the uh, Judah, any of the tribes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Put it this way, I've done enough research to know that there's a lot of, uh, thank you, there's a lot of sus things going on about the peoples in those lands. I mean, from what I can tell, you know, this is no offense to anyone, the The Middle East has, be, has turned into like the elite sandbox where they they play they wreck things they build up their blocks they knock them down and then they just obviously they make a mint off everything they do in, the, in that place uh, it's it's a mess i mean so overall like i just i am at i the of the belief at this point that if you don't believe the stuff that's going on in ukraine if you're skeptical about the things that are going on in ukraine When they show you about support Ukraine, we got to fund Ukraine war. We got to fund Ukraine over Russia. Well, why would you? Why would you believe those same people when they're trying to tell you what's going on in Israel? Why would you believe that? I mean, I I don't know. Like I, I, it really is. It's like that. As long as as long as the news media is saying things that fit my narrative, we trust them again. Don't trust them. I mean, obviously the. The truth of the matter is, I don't know what we can all do, you know, to for about anything in there. Obviously, if you have opportunities to like send aid to people, people personally, if you can help people out in any sort of way. Oh, you live in Ukraine? Oh, interesting. You moved here when the war started. Why did you do that? Yeah, I just think that I think it's a, an, this is this is possibly a Hegelian dialect situation where it's like problem, reaction, solution. So, like, I think that that's the main thing where I'm trying to say is like, if the news media is is showing you the problem, well, they're waiting for your reaction because they already got the solution picked out. They they already got the they already got the place they want you to get to, and I mean, and, and typically that would be like they want us. To say, hey, we need to go fight. We either need to send tons of aid, or we need to actually get boots on the ground. And like I said, I'm old enough to remember the last time they wanted us to go over in the Middle East to, like, get the bad guys. That, that didn't work out so well. That It doesn't look like that place improved after we went there. But that's what I'm saying. I mean, that's... That's my, that's my position on that. And outside of that, I don't really, but yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. The, um, what I, what I see it to be is that what you potentially have is, well, you have the, you have the war in Ukraine, in Russia, and then you have this war in the Middle East. Hey, what happens if the two kind of get combined in some kind of way? Hello. What happens if there is a merger of the sides? I mean I think that's the that's the that's the real scary you know possible scenario is that they do get linked up somehow you got like the Russians taking the Iranians and the side of Hamas and then of course you have the Western countries taking the side of Israel and then you have maybe China jump in and then what do you have you have world war three is that possibly world War three and then you're talking about Yes. Now you have your new world order situation, fit right, right. Hello. Yeah. So I think that's what I'm saying. It's like that's that's where I'm really like looking into. Like that's that's the dangerous. That's the that's the dangerous scenario. Yeah. Well, f- the real conversations about the uh, the Rothschilds in England drawing up the lines. Now that's a that's a conversation probably for Rumble. <laughs> i've I've gone a little bit there if you guys if you guys had heard me on the the tinfoil hat podcast I talk about that if you if you go do your genealogies in the bible, let's just say there's a reason why certain people do not legitimize you know some of the people over in the middle east biblically there's there's a there's an explanation for that and it's it's not racism so like i'm but I'm not gonna go there on on instagram live because you know you know how uh, Mark Zuckerberg might think about that so I'm not going to do that but but yes read your genealogies <laughs> there's some interesting stuff in there <laughs> for sure biblically that's what I'm saying like the more you do your research on your own the more you learn things and it does it does change the way you perceive things but i mean like at the end of the day it's it's, it's funny that like we can get on these platforms and we can talk about are 9/11 you know like the, the actual 9/11 and so a lot of us don't believe the mainstream narrative about that okay so like just so just think about that so if you don't believe that that narrative now don't automatically assume that the news media is telling the truth about Israel's 9/11 maybe it's like the same thing you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's... I am on Rumble. I am on Rumble, but I haven't I haven't done any live streams on there. I need to start doing that. I don't know. I got. Yeah, you can't do that on YouTube. Um, typically, that's just safe for the podcast stuff. But it would be it would be nice to speak freely on here. We're just not there yet. Yeah, I mean the the narratives are to get people to a certain point of view. Therefore, the solution makes sense. You know, and then ultimately it leads to more power more centralized power and i think that's what it's all about yeah that's what i'm saying i mean so that's i mean that's what i was saying like so even even charlie kirk who kind of who kind of is mainstream Repu- you know republican he and he's obviously pro israel he he said he said straight up that he said that there was like a there was a stand down situation 7 hours that's what, that's what that's what most of us had said when we saw the the slow the, the slow moving sneak attack we said hey how did that happen without them knowing it then the Egyptian intelligence said that they that they'd warned the Israelite the Israel not the Israelites warned Israel and obviously they allowed it to happen so I'm not, I'm just I don't know yeah, I mean, well, it's, uh, he's he's questioning it because obviously it's the only intellectually honest position because it does not make sense based on what we know about Israel. I mean, this—they're really secure. That's what I was saying. Like, do you think about it like that? Hey, don't they know that they have a hostile neighbor? <laughs> don't they have like a really tight security? So how did it how did it happen? Because it just—it's the same thing when you when people ask like. Well, how come all this this uh, child sex trafficking, this human trafficking happens? How come our border leaks like a sieve? Because it's allowed to happen. I mean, these guys, these 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 governments have so much control when they want it, and then there's times when they don't. Obviously, you see, go back to 2020, 2021. Do you remember that? Do you remember how much they controlled us then? Oh, but now they can't control just these the, the simplest things. Of course. It's crazy. Okay, I've said, I've said about as much as I can about Israel, but like I said, without, without saying things that will get me in trouble. Um, <laughs> but what about, but did you guys, so so Brian and I put up a video. It's a nine-minute long, almost 10-minute long video about Halloween. And it's like the history of Halloween told by, not a Christian perspective, just a an honest look at how Samhain became Halloween. And I said, it, it, it blows me away that there's certain people just want to deny what's, what's plain and obvious. You know, like that, that I presented these facts and obviously then we, then we did commentary on it and people don't like it. You know, people try to say, oh, Samhain is actually a Christian holiday. Hall- or what, no, it's, it's actually All Hallows' Eve or All Saints' Day. And it was the pagans who tried to co-opt it. I mean, you're like, like guys, you know, you know that they were celebrating this holiday, this holy day, unholy day, before Jesus, right? Before Jesus came and was born to Mary, died for our sins, rose again. They were celebrating all this same stuff on like around the 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 was it the the fall equinox? They're they're celebrating when the dark half of the year comes up, it's it's insane that people try to say, oh, this was really a Christian holiday. <laughs> but it's the pagans who did this to it. And then you're like, okay, so so why does it why is it celebrated the, the way it is right now? Well, that's the thing. Well, it's interesting. And I said, obviously, I'm not out here to offend. I'm just out here to try to tell the truth. Most of the people on my page know that I'm not a Catholic. Right? I hope you know that. So when you say that the Pope started the tradition, you know that that's actually not giving any more credibility with guys like me. <laughs> because I'm like, okay, so so maybe, let's just say, let's just, get, let's just get crazy and say, all right, the Pope invented All Hallows' Eve. Okay? You guys, you guys with me here? <laughs> it's still satanic. <laughs> it's still satanic. You know, I don't care if it wasn't the Druids who did it first. If it was the Catholic Church who did it first, it is just as satanic, because it's like, where is Jesus involved in this? And isn't it interesting, so like when Paul tells the Thessalonians, he says that we don't mourn the way the pagans do, the, the people with no hope. So like we wouldn't have a time to, re, to, to like basically set dinner tables for empty places at the table for people who died. Because we don't do that kind of stuff because we believe obviously if we're in Christ we're all going to rise again at the end. But they don't really believe that, right? Because they're celebrating the dead, the spirits. I mean, and obviously when you get into the uh, the mythologies about Samhain, it talks about spirits and fairies. And like I said, that's, it's so interesting how this always comes back to like the ancient angels topic where like, guys, it's Fairies are Disney fied, right? So, the Dis- Disney took things that are satanic and they made them all soft and cuddly. That's why when you see a fairy, it looks like Tinkerbell. Oh, fairies are pretty. They're fun. Fairies are demons. Like, fairies are like spirits. It's like spirits slash fairies. Same thing. But obviously, even if you go back into like the, um, What's interesting is like Peter Pan, the movie Peter Pan. So just think about his name. I mean, obviously his first name kind of sounds like something. It's not like it's not like the Apostle Peter. And then you have Pan. So Peter Pan literally plays the pan pipes. And if you guys aren't sure who Pan is, Pan is like that. Is like the goat. He's like a goat demon. He's like this 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 part man part goat of the forest, and. He plays his Pan Pipes, and typically he kidnaps people. That, that's Pan. Okay, so if Pan the deity was known for, you know, kind of being in the forest, you know, you see Peter Pan's wearing green, he's got like a feather in his hat, he's paying, playing the pipes. What does he do in that movie? He takes children in their pajamas out their window. But before he does that, he has a little scout that goes before him, right? And who's the, who's the scout that goes before him? That would be Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell went in the window first, and then they take the kids to Never Neverland. Now, obviously, when it's Disney fight, it sounds like a fun place. But you think about it, it's like where the pirates are at. It's like it's not a good place. It's probably like a place you don't come back from. You know, you never grow up when you go to Never Neverland, probably because you don't ever get a chance to grow up. Right? So again, so like you have Disney make this thing sounds all soft and cuddly. It's not. It's very I mean it's like I said obviously that's a that's a sick subject when you know who like Pan the deity is. He's like this weird He's part goat and he's involved he's like he has this like I don't even want to say it. It's like there's some kind of a thing about him in like the I don't know, sex and stuff. Like he's like He's like He's involved in, like, fertility stuff. Gross. Like, that's what I said. I didn't even want to say it. It's, it's gross. But that's what happens. Like I said, Disney had made so many things that should not have been cute and cuddly innocent. And that's why, like, everybody's a witch. And, you know, like, all the, all the princess movies involve magic. There's always witches. And then there's fairy godmothers. So just think about it. fairy godmother. It's like a demon godmother. That's what they are. It's crazy. It's crazy, but that's what happens. Um, yeah, well well free. you know, uh I guess Walt Disney, yeah, had they have the Club thirty three. Walt Disney was in the um is it the D international and it was like it was some kind of branch of like the Rose but it was like for young for like the youngins. I don't know how old the people were, but obviously it's like you don't get involved in a mystery school like that without still continuing to, you know, climb the ladder. And obviously, there's so much stuff in the Disney stuff where, like, even I did a a breakdown of Donald Duck in the Math and Magic Land, where it's all about the magic pentagram, sacred geometry, straight up, straight up Freemasonry. That's all. It, that's all it is. Well, the well, that's the funny thing is like you you realize that like. Like most of the stuff you see on TV these days, there's nothing new under the sun. These people are not that creative. What you have in 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 like Disney, they they took a lot of old fables and stories like Hans Christian Andersen, and they turned them into movies. You know, like but what did they actually invent? Like did, how many stories did they actually create themselves? I'm not even sure. I mean, the only thing I can really think about is like maybe Frozen. And Frozen is satanic. <laughs> That's what I said. I joked in my, my Frozen video. I did a, a video about Frozen 2 and basically trying to show that it was, there's connection between that movie and potentially the Hoover Dam. And I said, didn't you notice like back in the day you had a, a princess versus a witch was a typical Disney movie. You know, think like Snow White. But then what you had in Frozen 2, you had a witch who happens to be a princess or a queen, and she's fighting a dam. That's weird. That movie is so weird, and, and the esoteric meanings in that movie, it, it just is bizarre. But that's what I'm saying. So that's what you get when they write the movies. or you might get, Or you might get Hocus Pocus. You guys remember that garbage movie and they just made a second one? Yeah. I did a video last year about Hocus Pocus, and so what this movie was about... Okay, so these, these witches were burned at the stake. Okay, so the, the witches from the Hocus Pocus movie were burned at the stake, but before they did, they said they were going to come back and they put a curse like on the town. So when they revived, it was like on a full moon on Halloween. Of course, when the veil's thin, so the, the witches came back and they had one chance to basically to, to be resurrected. And they needed the blood of a young child. This is a Disney movie. This is like a this is like a PG movie that's supposed to be fun. These witches and literally there is a there's a book. There's a, this they had to use a spell. They had to use a spell that came out of a spell book. They had an all-seeing eye on it. It was bound together with with human skin and it was written in blood. It was oh, it's the black flame candle spell. Unbelievable. But that's Disney, guys, you know? Even, what was the other one? The, no, it was the um, Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Crazy old movie. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like I said, that sounds like Adrena Krem to me. They, they need the blood of a young child in order to be resurrected. Unbelievable. Yeah, Bedknobs and Broomsticks was like an old movie. Was it, Um, I forget, was it like Angela Lansbury? It's some kind of real old movie. And they had a spell book in that movie, and it was—I think—was the spell book of Astaroth. Well, a variation of that name is is a real is a real de is a real deity, likely a demon, fallen angel, Astaroth. It's it, like that's in the Bible, but that's in there. And so this, so Astaroth had a sigil in the in the in the movie on on the on on the spell book, and it's a pentagram. <laughs> I mean, like. And this movie was supposed to be like you know fun movie for kids. Oh, it's 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 unbelievable. Like I said, so this is so this is how like stuff like magic and you know the occult got put into these kids movies, and that's why people think oh, Halloween's not bad. Halloween's fine. As like when I was reading through the 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 history of Sam because <laughs> I called it Sam Hane, Sawin, Halloween. Uh, well, that was in uh, Knobs and Broomsticks. Had the 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 Spellbook of Astaroth, which, like I said, it's a real deity. It's a real, you know, either a real demon or a real fallen angel. And then, so you had like in the in the Sawin traditions. So, just know, like, obviously, our calendar is different than it was before. So they were celebrating the dark half of the year, and so they're kind of like the the people there were trying to get their last harvest, and then. What they were trying to do, as I mentioned, they were trying to appease the fairies or the spirits in order to survive the winter. And so they talked about, they basically had to decide which cattle to slaughter or which animals to slaughter. And of course, yeah, but they were also trying to appease the spirits. Okay, so what, what did they do? What, what were they willing to sacrifice in order to, like for their livestock to survive and themselves to survive? Gosh, what would people will be willing to do? Well, I mean, like, they had divination rituals, they had everything. I mean, like the, the whole nine of like they did obviously they put the the jack-o'-lanterns, the, the turnips, they hollowed those things out. They created grotesque faces on it. They created little they created little uh basically gargoyles to ward off demons, evil spirits. It's it's crazy. What did it say? G2. You think you can do a video on intentions for fallen angels want to enslave humanity and defy Jesus? Um, well, I mean that's a <laughs> more or less that's kind of what I typically do, but I don't know, like it would have to be very specific. I got I got to get like a give me an angle on that. That's that's sort of obviously we hinted that in ancient angels. That's a very specific uh, <laughs> topic, but but yes, I can work on that. I'm sure I can. Yeah, and then. Then I, had, well, so I had, then I had another video I released where it was funny because we didn't even plan about this. We didn't plan this. We were just talking about, like, Halloween costumes. And so I was saying, when my gr- when my girls were little, I basically had one rule. I said, you know, like, I grew up in a Christian house, and I wasn't allowed, allowed to celebrate Halloween. But my one rule was basically like, all right, I'll let you guys celebrate, but nothing evil. You, you can't dress up as anything evil. You know, so, of course, back then I thought, like, princess stuff was fine. Now it's like, what isn't evil? Because like I said, because I don't think Disney has good intentions. They make e they make evil stuff seem less evil, but actually that's not good, right? That's actually more deceptive and that's more dangerous because those things aren't good. And then so what you have going on now, it's like, so even as a as a as a boy, I would have liked all the the comic book stuff. But now the more research I've done, I realize that all the comic book characters are either Fallen Angels themselves, you know, represent Fallen Angels, or they represent, like, Nephilim, or they represent Antichrist figures. And it just so happens that guys like Tony Stark, Iron Man, who's was, like, the biggest movie star, you know, Robert Downey Jr., playing Iron Man, was about the the biggest movie star in the world when they were doing the, uh, what was it, Infinity War in, in the Endgame series. And it just so happens they made him the Antichrist, in the comic books. His dad, Howard Stark, who is is so crazy that his dad is the spitting image of Jack Parsons. So if you guys aren't sure who Jack Parsons is, Jack Parsons created JPL, and that's the Jet Propulsion Lab that NASA uses to power the rockets. Okay? So this guy was like a rocket scientist before there was rocket science. He was also happened to be a Satanist. And the crazy thing is his real name is not actually Jack. He was named after his dad, and his, his, his dad's name was Marvel. So his actual real name is Marvel Parsons. So Tony Stark's dad, in the comic books, looks just like Jack Parsons, who was a Satanist, and obviously like a rocket genius. And it just so happens that, that Howard Stark, in the comic books, sells his son's soul to Mephisto, who's obviously short for Mep- Mephistopheles, who's basically Marvel's version of the devil. And after he sells his soul to his son's soul to the devil, obviously I guess he gets his re- his reward whatever that is. Tony Stark, Iron Man becomes the son of the devil, becomes the Antichrist. It is absolutely insane. I mean like but that so like so then they present him as the good, the ultimate good guy in, in the, um, what's going on? Yeah, they present him as the ultimate good guy in the comics, or in the movies, and he says, remember, the, he has that big line where Thanos is saying, I am, which I said is obviously something Jesus said. It's something that the burning bush says. It's basically saying, I'm God. So Thanos is saying, I am, I am inevitable. Tony Stark takes the Infinity Gauntlet from from Thanos, and then he says, "I am Iron Man," and so like he's basically saying he is God, spirit of Antichrist. And so so I share all that to <laughs> to say this, I, I I mentioned that to Brian and Brian never heard that. So obviously he he wanted to hear that story. So so I made a reel base on that, and I had a. Yeah, there, yeah. There's the Iron Man song from Black Sabbath, which again, if you look at the lyrics of it, it's crazy. No, you, like you said, you couldn't. the The connections are so, so vast and so intricate that I was saying the only way this makes sense is if demons were involved. The same demons were inspiring the song, inspiring the comic artist, inspiring Disney, because now you have this 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 story that makes. Perfect sense. And then you get into like potentially biblical prophecy with the iron, the iron feet, the iron and clay feet. Yeah, iron and clay. You have Iron Man who becomes the Antichrist. You have that Iron Man song by Black Sabbath. And it's it's too strange for it not to be related. This is too much. Yeah, Ale- Alester Crowley, uh Black Sabbath, Ozzy Osborne. So I sh- so I share that into like you know on, on Instagram and you know it's obviously the other social media apps and I have people say, <laughs> "You're reaching." or you conspiracy theorists cracked me up and it's like, this is not a theory. Like I literally showed I got the receipts. I just showed you an article with the headline that Marvel just casually announced that, <laughs> that Iron Man is the Antichrist. I mean, like, like literally, like literally in the comic book, they make him the Antichrist. Like, this is not a this is not a this is not a theory or a conspiracy. This is like straight up. This is what the comics say. And then you say like you then you wrap it into like the like the the Earth six one six. So in the the Doctor Strange movies, they basically have like ev- there's there's alternate universes, and so they each are numbered. And so our number for our universe is 616. Okay, so what does that mean? Well, in an early, an early translation of the Bible, the early translation of Revelation, they found a papyrus where it actually doesn't say 666 on it, being the number of the beast. It actually says 616. Okay? So our number, the number of our universe just happens to be what the book of Revelation, some translations say, is the number of the beast. Okay, so think about it. So, like, these people, and and the guys who wrote the Earth 616 series, literally are, like, into chaos magic in a Lester Crowley. So, think about it. So, like, Marvel releases a series called 616. It's in the Doctor Strange movie. And then their main character is the Antichrist. You can't make this stuff up. You can't make this stuff up, but people will still say you're reaching, bro. They'll still say like that the stuff about Halloween. Oh no, that that's actually a Christian holiday. It's the pagans who made it pagan. <laughs> it's 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 the conspiracy theorists that point out like straight up facts. Now we're the problem. But like I said, like I said, like I said earlier, I'm at the point now where it's like. I'm, you know, I feel like Paul, when he's in the book of Acts, when he, when he tells certain people the gospel and they don't believe, and he's just like, the blood's on y'all's hands now. <laughs> I told you, I'm not going to argue with you. You know, if you, if you want to get nasty, I'll block you. But, like, I'm not going to fight about stuff that's like, you, you would argue with me about what color the sky is if you wanted it to be a certain color. I'm just telling you what color it is. I'm not going to fight with people like that anymore. Well, I mean, a safe haven, well, I mean, Jesus didn't promise us, like, that our flesh would never be harmed. He just said, don't fear the person who can harm your flesh. So I think that's the whole point, is, like, that, I think when you can, when you do know you have a promise outside of this place, you don't worry, you don't worry about the, the flesh as much. But, I mean, we're, we're, we're completely in the place where now, like, people do just try to, uh, they, they want to believe what their heart wants them to believe. And they don't really care outside of that. I mean, I guess, it, but again, that's probably not new. That's nothing new under the sun. You know, I did a video about the sky being blue. And biblically, I did not, I did not do, do you fast? I have fasted before. I have not done it in a while. I need to. Um, I did a video about the sky being blue. And I don't, and it was not because of the water. Biblically, and I, and I'm going to have to do a video about this. So biblically, I was reading the revelation and my study bible mentions that like there's several references to a sea of glass. And the sea of glass is basically this is this is what the bible says. And you guys can say this is is a metaphor or it's um allegory, but it seems kind of literal to me. So you have a you have the sea of glass that's it's basically the ferment. It's made of, it's a sea of glass. It's made of, based on the translation you read, it's either made out of sapphire or lapis lazuli. And so, lapis lazuli, I think lapis meant stone and uh, lazuli meant of heaven. And so, like, they're literally blue stones. So, is it possible that that's why the sky is blue? Is it because you have a sea of glass and it's and like, and of course, it's funny because the, the, the the Bible I'm reading is not necessarily saying that it's like a, it's not a flat Earth Bible, put it that way, but it says the sea of glass is heaven's floor, and it's it's this it's this realm or this universe's uh, ceiling. Crazy stuff. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it. But yeah, so I think that I thought that was pretty cool, especially when you realize that it's saying like the like lapis lazuli means sky, it basically means stone of heaven. And it's like if you look at it, it's a beautiful blue stone. It's also like obviously there's obviously there's a, a transparency to it. Is that why the sky is blue? I think that it is. I li- I like that interpretation because if you really think about it, water isn't really blue. Water is blue when it reflects something else water's clear you know so if there was if it was just water up there i mean there is water up there but i'm but is that is that giving it the color i think it's the, i think it's the, i think it's the ferment that makes it blue that's my that's my take on that biblically i think i can make a pretty good case for that but yeah i'm, I'm gonna have to do that where i'm gonna start uh, at some point either probably on decoding babylon we're gonna go we're gonna go through like all the verses about what it says about the the cosmos or the heavens and the earth and we're gonna we're gonna break it down. What water's not blue. <laughs> like, like put water in a glass and it's clear. I mean it reflects whatever that's why like if you ever go you can go to a place where you have like a completely like like just think about a day at the beach. You know it's, it's crazy some people say that the reason the sky's blue is because it reflects the ocean. But but water when the sky is gray, water looks gray. when it's blue it looks blue. you know like the sea reflects the sky not the other way around <laughs> yeah, like, well, I mean I don't know that water is a tiny but, well I'm saying like pure water is is clear So I'm saying that that's not giving that rich blue color I think that I think it's something else. Obviously we do realize that there's a a prism when light reflects a certain way like obviously there's different colors so i'm not saying for sure why is your it is when you raise it up to the sky <laughs> well no well that's a good question is like that because there's not a good enough reflect i mean it's reflecting so many other things what i'm saying is that like if the sky is it's the sky that's blue not the water the water is a reflection of the sky you know that's why what color is the water at night? It's black. <laughs> it's not. It's not blue at night, is it? It looks pretty dark. I'm saying it's the light. It's the light and the reflection of the sky. And I'm believing. And I believe that the sky is blue because of the firmament, the color of it. But yeah, guys. Um. So hey, I'm about to jump off real quick. So I did a. I. I. Brian and I worked on a. We got a third trailer for Ancient Angels. I'd appreciate if you guys have seen the movie, just just share the trailer. It's funny I used an AI voice, and people still knew it was me. (laughs) People people called me out because they knew they knew the way I talked. Whatever, I guess that's not a bad thing. Probably maybe not. Share that please, and um, yeah, guys, if you guys have not seen Ancient Angels, link in my bio. Um, It's really it's it's gaining some momentum. We're getting excited about it. We're hoping like obviously. If you liked it, share it. If you know, if you haven't seen it yet, obviously it's still available. And yeah, guys, we're we're super excited about that. Also, like I said, I, I got my shirt on again. It says Jesus said there would be haters, and I said obviously I have not I've not got my store ready yet. But yeah, Jesus said there would be haters. I'm gonna get my store up. And yes, um, uh, I think I'm gonna bounce because I'm gonna bounce because the live is is kicking me off. I guess basically. But anyways, guys, I love you guys. Guys, uh, I will see you guys on the next one. God bless.